Greetings. Salutations. Room to great here. I know. I haven't recorded in a while. I haven't recorded a podcast. Uh, one of them was an issue because it was my fault. Um, my audio was messed up. Something I had selected on 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 this uh, switchboard that it shouldn't have been on. And I didn't realize it was on. My, my fault. But I'm back. I'm going to try and keep up with everything. Um, this one I recorded with Chloe and Shahid. If you listen to the older episodes, uh, these are two that were on my show a lot or just recorded with me individually. Uh, but I got both of them on and we got to talking. And what you're hearing now is actually the condensed version of what we did. We talked about a lot of stuff, but uh, I, I put this together and this is what we have. So, guys, thank you. If you're listening to this, I appreciate you. Uh, love you to death. And here we go. is to anybody that may ever listen to this in the future um for these people telling you that li- liberal arts degrees are not important don't let these people lie to you um and stem stem degrees is not the only important thing in the world yes stem is important but think about your disney plus and your netflix shows and all these other things people are making millions of dollars off of because you have to have what people who do art people who do costume design people who do uh who write and compose music, people who write um, scripts. Correct. And act. I, and I will, I'm all for that. Yeah, and I will say this about liberal arts degrees. I do have a lot of students that are currently enrolled in liberal arts, and it's not because they think it's a BS degree. It's because they honestly really don't know what they want to do, and so with them having a degree kind of puts them, it puts them a, a foot further ahead because our bachelor's our liberal arts degree it enhances your resume they talk they discuss um how to build a business plan they actually build a business and market it out to um local businesses in you know the albuquerque local city so like liberal arts i mean it gives you all the tools that you need like all the tangible tools that you need to succeed as a business owner or to just get your foot to wherever you want to go just give you an idea of where you want to go i mean i just had to say that because i you know on the the internet is such a a a strange place these days it's become exactly what we were going to turn it into but it's so strange that there are people that will you know tell you don't get a liberal arts degree or don't go to school and get a degree at all and you're supposed to just you know create a skill and then sell it when yeah. there are people making billions of dollars off the sweat and the brow of people who went to school to learn theater, to learn costume design, well, to learn how to um, well, that's, light that's just like a stage. Any, that's just like any job, though. Like in, in any job, like in, in, in their infrastructure, they kind of the people at, at the top keep their positions at top and keep their power due to hiring people that are smarter and more diverse and more uh trained than in the in in every sense of the fields of wor- any type of, of job t- uh, title that they don't have it's about like what what can what what all can people do for me to keep me up here and what do i need to give them just to make how, them seem satisfied how can i exploit them and yes you know, oh and you know um with that being said Bachelors of art, liberal arts, like you say, 
we call them the Facebook, internet, I call them social media business gurus that will tell you to use your stimulus check, start a business, get your business license, (laughs) do all of this, and then what the hell, what's your product? Like what? You got the now you, people need to stop telling. That's also I, very, very, is, very true. There's no plan the to sell a service or a product. There's no plan for your LLC once you get started after you right. spent your stimulus money on filing for LLC and getting a bank account and a business right. license. But the thing is, all of this stuff. But the thing is, people correct. fail to realize, like, in order for you to get a business account in your business name, you have to establish some type of credit. And they, oh, well, you could take out a business loan. Well, no, because a business, a bank is not going to approve a first time business owner who literally just opened their account five minutes ago with a business loan. Right. Like, I'll, I'll you- say this, though. I'll say this. My business, because the photography stuff was just a hobby, and I did have conversations with, my, with a couple of my partners that was telling me, you know, file for the LLC. Um, I didn't necessarily have to have credit. All I had to do was file for the LLC, do a a filing for the EIN, and then when I had that information, I could go to the bank and, you know, have $100 to open it. But in other cases, you are right. Like, when when people are talking about trying to get these PPP loans and stuff, yeah, and you have to show and you have to show accountability, like your books and everything has to be in order. So <laughs> when people say like, oh, yeah, just start a business, people listen. Like doing what? <laughs> yeah, like what's your occupation? What are you doing? What are you selling? Okay, okay. So next, um, you have your business in hand and now you don't have a plan in place, so you just have this business, and now guess what? Oop, it's January and the IRS just audited you. Uh now what you you about to go to jail for tax tax evade like tax fraud. Come on now. Really? Like we gotta think yeah, smarter. So um it's 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 a it's a process that needs to go into you know yeah. filing all of this stuff. You gotta have a purpose for filing for LLC or, mm-hmm. or but you know what? I will say this. I will say this. If I was to go back to Pine Bluff and do it all over again. Um, I'm thankful that I had a band scholarship because that definitely paved the way for me to get to Pine Bluff because I was not, let me tell you, y'all, UAPB was not my first choice. It wasn't even a choice. The UAPB on my wasn't, list. wasn't a lot of people's first choice. Like it wasn't it's a mine. choice on my list to even go. Like I, I applied to UAPB. Um, I don't know if y'all had, or Ruby, you was before me, so you might have had this. <sighs> orientation that was like two weeks right before school started you had to go down there and you sat through uh-huh. like all these powerpoints okay that's when i applied to uapb orientation two weeks before school started and i got accepted right there on the spot yeah. my mama, right like there. i don't know what happened like it literally started doing that like i want to say around maybe when he came in but i remember when i first got there like the freshmen came in the uh, week before school started and they were getting everything situated, you know, going through all their, their, their stuff and everything. Um, but like in freshman camp, we were going through and getting our stuff situated in freshman camp. Like we were going through and they were sending us to our, um, our advisors and sending us over to financial aid to get all this other stuff situated. It was like, okay, that's what we had to do. And then they just stopped. 
don't know. But like, I, Corey, I, when you came in, they didn't do it the very next year. I'm like, they didn't, they didn't, like, we thought we had the, it was literally so easy for us our freshman year. Like, we just went and talked to our advisor. We went and did this. We actually had a line in financial aid where we just got to go over there and, and straight over there, get in the office and get out. Yeah, no. I don't know. I think I remember um, some people, like, for the most part, my stuff was straight and set up, but there were, I think when we was in band camp, there were freshmen that had to go to financial aid or they, like, they had a block on a certain day of the week that, you know, they got to go over to the financial aid office to get stuff squared away because they wanted to make sure that they was going to be in the band during the fall. You can't be in a band right. unless you're in school. Right. But you're right. I think they probably did, like, Stop all the stuff where you could go and or maybe it was just the freshmen that they, they kept doing it for and not everybody else. I don't know. But to piggyback off of what y'all was saying earlier, um, if I would have known now what I like that the ideas and life experiences that I have been through now, I would have definitely tried something a little different at UABB. Like instead of I thank the band for giving me a full ride, right? But I did leave the band my junior after I pledged. And so I should have taken my graphic artist associate's degree that nobody knows that I have when I got, when I was a senior in high school. And I should have started like my, either my own business, just working for a company that did like graphic artists, artistry, right? Graphic design. Mm. And then I could have been making my own money on the side. Yeah. And then, you know, graduate with my BS in electronics. I think, I think it's more of like where we come from, our high school, some of our high schools just didn't really prepare us or want to prepare us. They kind of like, and even, even some of our parents, they didn't really try to motivate us to be like, live your dreams and go do this. No, it was like, Hey, go to college or get a job. So are you saying the, well, you know what I think is indicators of our socioeconomic background. (laughs) I mean, if if I mean in 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 high school, there was I wanted to be I wanted I was looking at sports uh business I was looking at sports agency I was trying to be a, like a sports agent because I knew I wasn't athletic so I was like fuck it <laughs> I like let me let me go ahead and uh try to be get get some of this money somehow so I wanted to be a part of that but I also was very interested in movies at the time so like that's where my creative side was just gravitating towards and it wasn't even about that it was more like. You should go to when you go to college, you should try to get your uh, become a nurse or go pre-med and become a doctor or become a teacher. But but I don't want to. Yeah, I had a different like I was different. So when I was in the eighth grade, my favorite person in the world was Maxine Waters. Like she was my I, I called her Maxine when I was 12. So I've always been influenced by like political leaders and stuff like that, but I never wanted to be in politics. And so I've always loved Maxine Waters and I've always loved Johnny Cochran. And I grew up and I just knew I was going to be an attorney. And then I was like, uh, I'm really good with my hands, but I really want to be, when I got to UAPB, I really wanted to be a forensic scientist. And I ended up majoring in criminal justice. And it wasn't until I talked with the advisor that I was majoring in the wrong thing. Like, I, I, she's like, you didn't belong yeah. over there. You belong right. over there with us, and Dr. Coleman. Like, you need to be. <laughs> she was like, you either need to major in. She looked at my. She looked at my um my like academic record and my transcript. She's like, oh, you like this is your sophomore year. Oh, 
if we go, if you go chemistry, which is the way you need to go, it'll put another, it'll put an extra year or two on your, um, on your. That's the last thing you want to hear. That's the, oh, oh, yo, like, that's uh, the uh, I ain't thing doing that. I ain't jump. That's what I'm not going to do. <laughs> like, that's what I'm not going to do. And then she's like, well, you like, well, I mean, you good with your hands. You can try like the engineering, rust technology. Um, they, the industrial tech building, they have like electronics and robots. And I was like, what? Robots. She was like, yes. And I went over there. That was all she wrote. <laughs> Which is a crime yeah. shame because we didn't really get to do no stuff like that. But I, I think if I would have done, like, like you said, Chloe, if I would have done what I really kind of liked, because IT, like IT is a major exactly where I probably should have been. And I'm glad I did finish over there. But I think I probably should have paid a little bit more attention and gone a little bit harder on the architecture side. And then, like, maybe worked at, you know what I'm saying, like a, a, a local architecture firm or somebody that was building houses or something like that. Like you said, be trying to make some money on the side. Like, especially when I went home during the summer, I could have been working for an architect, architecture firm in Little Rock or something like that. Yeah. And, you could have been working for Mr. Duffy, man. I, or I could have been working for if 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 I had had that frame of mind, like you said, Chloe, I could have gone to OC Duffy Jr. and asked, "Hey, man, right? <laughs> OC Duffy. Let me. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be hard studying under you, but let me study study under you. And, let me and, in, let me in the intern under you because you have your own thing and you clearly know what you do. Right? He clearly know it. He been in business for clearly. a long time. I just decided to teach. What? <laughs> I just and he, teach. and he will talk his ish all day to you in class. Like I think that's the other beautiful <laughs> thing about being an IT major. I don't know what it was like in other majors, like besides music majors, because Mister Mr. Evans obviously would do it. But um, yeah, being in certain majors when the teachers have a come to Jesus moment with you, like they talking ish, but they still gonna tell you the truth and what you need to do, like. I think one time when I was a freshman, Mr. Duffy was telling us like for every hour that you take, for every hour course you take, you're supposed to study three hours. So if you do, you got a three hour class, you're really supposed to what, study. What, what was it, Chloe? Six hours, nine was, hours, whatever. It was like it nine hours per class if it's three hours. And you're supposed to study. Yeah, yeah three hours. It's like, yo, class. if you if you got a cell phone and you can't afford your books, you thinking about the wrong thing. You should be able to give up that cell phone and you know, just for a semester and buy your books if this really was important. But y'all got the game twisted up. Y'all, y'all, y'all can focus on the wrong thing. Like Mr. Duff used to go ham on us, but he he was telling the truth. But you know, like what? if you was willing to make those sacrifices, you should be able to do that for your education. That's what we were supposed to be there for. And Ruben, to to throw that back out, like I think that's the whole HBC experience. Like they will see, they will make sure that you fail and succeed at the same time yeah that's that whole hbcu experience and that's something that i struggle with going to a pwi and i had put that in the like uapd alumni chat on facebook like hey they said what's the difference between that why is that pwi so important to black people and i'm like it's not like they're whack the whole experience that i'm experiencing experience is a student identity experience and rube i know i talk to you about this all the time oh um, yeah when i tell you oh i just need to see some black people oh i need to see some more people like me like and it's 
a real big thing because there's no culture here and there's no one to really give you those hard conversations like listen you are failing in my class this is what you need to do to get back up you might you yeah. won't get an a you won't get a b but you will not fail my class if you do this work so i mean they give you those hard conversations those hard experiences but i'm also failing with that because it's a disconnect because there's no cultural there's no there never will be. identity. Yeah, there's no cultural identity between my professors and I. Like, I'm the black girl. I'm the only black girl in my department with the Afro. Um, all my professors are white. I got, I have an Asian professor. And I have a, let's see, an Asian professor, another professor who's from Europe, um, another professor, she's from Tennessee. And then I have two middle-aged, well, older professors so like the disconnect between what i want to research and stuff is typically not there like i gotta find research because when it comes to racialized groups like hispanic groups or women or you know student athlete it's hard because they they don't understand my point of view i'm like yo i live this experience every day so why can't i research why can't i research this Every, everything you're saying, that, that's been my whole life. I, I, I have always been heat. I've told you this many a times. I've always been the Mexican in that whatever. I'm the, always the Mexican over there. I'm always the Mexican guy over this and, and doing this. Like I, I've been, I have I always felt like a token majority of my life. And I, I, I understand that disconnect. You know, it's like the reason why I went to an HBCU one, they gave me the full ride. But also, I was familiar with that territory on where I was going. Like, I would, it wasn't just saying, like, I'm comfortable around Black people. It was more of, I understand where I'm going because I have been in this environment. You know, my stepdad is Black, and that side of my family, uh, his family is Black. So that's where I kind of gravitated towards. It's you know? comfortable around us. We're comfortable around and you, too. We I'm, have a I'm whole not used to, I'm not used to seeing any, like, a lot of people in my family my, the, the Mexican side of my family didn't really do much. I had a couple of uncles that did this, a couple of cousins, but nobody really did anything. And none of them went, none of them went to college. And a lot of people, deal. yeah, this, this was like, I was probably the first one in, in to go to college and like have other people look up to me. I looked up to you, but like a lot of the Mexicans I'm, I see, they weren't doing shit. Like, you know, it, it kind of is kind of messed up. Like when I was going into um, college, uh, like the second semester of my sophomore year and I already had passed up all my older siblings. It's like, all right. So now I'm in unfamiliar territory. Nobody else has done this. And it was just it's just weird because like I'm over here like. Do, do y'all remember he you remember when we were going to Honda and mm-hmm. Mr. Mr. Graham put that. Uh, James Brown, I'm black and I'm proud in in the in the show, and I had him take it out. You had to um, it? yeah, because one nobody wanted to do it. Everybody thought that was oh well, yeah. I I I, I felt like it really didn't flow with how the show was going to be performed. Like I understand why he probably wanted to do it, but it didn't really go with that fast pace. Yeah. Atmosphere so, of how those so like it was supposed to be more hip hop instead of yeah. You know. So what I ended up doing, but we did it at homecoming, 
I didn't mind that. I just let it go. But we started doing it in Honda. And that's when I took a stand and I sat out and I said, I didn't want to do it. I didn't. And Mr. Graham pulls me to the side like, why, why aren't you performing? Because I'm not I'm not performing with that song in there. And he was like, what, why? And I see how offended his the look on his face was. And I was like, Mr. Graham, I'm not black. I was like, I'm, 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 I'm Mexican. I'm Hispanic. Whatever you want, whatever you want to call. I'm not black. I, uh, so you got me up here on this field yelling, "I'm black and I'm proud," but I'm not black. That song is not catering towards me or for me, and I understand that it's for other people and it's not for me. And then he breaks down like, well, when James Brown was talking about this, he was talking about uh, all minorities. Like, no, 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 he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Think about when he was doing it at the time that he did that because it wasn't for me. And I can, I'm okay with that. It's something that's not for me. Yeah. But and, it, it's and to not, be fair for anybody that may listen, I don't think what Ruben is saying is it's a wrong thing for black people to play play a song like that and stand up and represent their minority. Right. What Ruben is saying is he does not identify as a black person. So the song is not for him. So he would not. He took a stand and decided that he would not perform that part of the drill uh, with that song. Right. If that makes sense. That's, that's, that's all I wanted to do. I mean, because even, even as small as that was, it was just, I, I it just, it, to me and like my this, heart. This is not my moment. Y'all had y'all moment. And then I'm going to come back in when we have a, yeah. a whole moment. You know, as I'm seeing most of the, Things that are going on, you know, we still dealing with things that happened at the Capitol. We're still dealing with things that we shouldn't have to. Like it, it is twenty people that are mad that uh, still mad at the the protests during the summer, but then they trying to justify somehow that the stuff from January sixth was okay. When you beat a cop with a Confederate flag, the American flag, and the Blue Lives Matter flag. You contradicted everything you're standing for. Everything. What do we do? These are two totally different causes. How Roger Goodell in the NFL is it was backtracking over the summer about what he was um saying that they're 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 going with you know inclusion and equality and everything. And I was like, you're you're basically siding with BLM, but I'm like. This is everything Colin Kaepernick was kneeling for three years prior. The right thing would have been the right thing would have been to apologize to him publicly. No, no, no one has apologized to him. Everybody who has shunned him out the league, granted, people saying like, oh, he his his numbers were declining because I was saying that from the beginning, his numbers were declining. But no one apologized to him about everything that was done wrong. I can agree with that. And I, I can you guys hear me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I'm outside. Um, and I can also say that nobody has taken into account like um what Colin, you know, Colin Kaepernick did. He was trying to get back into the NFL, but look what he did. Look at what he did. The NFL scheduled him back um to have tryouts at a certain specific stadium. What at a specific time and specific date. What does he do? He reschedules at another place, another time, whatever. Now, 
let's put it in, let's think of it at a micro level. Do you think you could ever reschedule an interview with your job, with your employer? Yeah. Let me, no, if you, do you think you could actually reschedule a time and a place and a date, tell your employer to show up here because this is where I'm going to have my interview? Well, we, well we, we talking about like trying to interview for going into a new job because in other words, we're not meeting on our terms. We're meeting on their terms. Ex that's my point. But <laughs> that's my point. If you're going, if you're going to a job, like people are so, people are still mad about the Colin Kaepernick. Oh, they didn't allow him to try out. Oh, this, oh, that. Uh, Colin Kaepernick told the NFL where to be, where to show up and what statement to go to. <laughs> like... But but I mean, there, there, are other, there are other athletes that do that too, though. But he's but the thing is, what contract is he on? I I get that. Like he wasn't okay. I because I remember who was who else did that? Somebody else uh, was it? Terrell Owens? I think Terrell Owens did the same thing. Like um, it might it, yeah, it was Terrell Owens. He he had his own little private workout for people to come see him when he I think after he left the Cowboys. Um, or after he left the Bengals, before or something he went like to that. the Eagles, it, it was no, no, he went to the Eagles, then the Bengals, then I think he went to the Bills. But before he even signed with anybody, like he had his own little workout and he had reporters come in and see his workout. So, if that I think, look at what you just said, I, I know I'm trying to like, I, I like. That's the look only other you, person I can compare that to. Like, but look words, at what you just said. I get what Chloe's saying because she said, yeah, like, uh, from saying. the AD, from the AD perspective, and from the perspective of somebody that's going to be like a, a potential employer, there's no way that they would, you know, willingly go through with that. Right. But at the same time, unless like, you're like a, a blue chip, they gave high Colin Kaepernick a whole lot of grief for that. So. But that, but that's my whole thing, though. You have to think about it. Like he's trying back out to be a part of something. That's like you guys being five mu alpha, right? And somebody drops line, and then you allow them to come back after they did all of you. Like, okay, we're gonna get them a second chance. And then say, you know what? I'm not gonna meet you there. I want y'all to meet me here at this time, this place, and y'all need to be here with with y'all stuff. You'll be looking at this pledge like, okay, no, yeah, exactly. He had to try, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, he, he had, had to try. try, he had to try. Uh, it's just, I mean, in, in, in the recent year since the pandemic, because we're what in month, we've already been on pandemic shutdown for 11 months. It's a year, it's a yeah, year. so just say a year, but in that year. We had so this time people. last year. I had it. I had it before it was announced that people were getting it in the United States. And I felt like I honestly thought I was going to die. Remember this time last year, I ended up going to New York and I fucking that's when COVID was like really springing up in New York. It was like a, a fucking the first hot zone. And I was just in there casually walking around with people. I mean, you didn't know because I mean, no, like no that, that was. That was around the time, and I remember I probably caught it because I was on an airplane coming back from Orlando when Candace graduated. Because we was yeah. in not 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 Orlando, we were in Tampa Bay, because that's when she graduated. So it was I, I thought it was you know just a change in the weather because it was super warm on the coast, and it was beautiful. And back here it was cold. 
Well, when I came back, it was cold. So I figured, yo, I was just catching a cold. I didn't get sick during the fall. So I was like, I guess this is the time of year I'm supposed to get sick. Well, yeah. the symptoms came, you know what I'm saying? It started getting reported in the news. The symptoms came out and I was like, I was sick, but I didn't have like a fever. I, I did have chills, but not aches and pains. I had a very, very, very sore throat. That's why when Donald Trump had, and he was up there wincing with his breathing on TV, I was like, ah, you dumbass! You should have wore a mask, you stupid bitch. That's what the yeah. fuck you get. Because I know your, I know his throat was hurt, dog. My throat hurt so bad every time I ate or drank something. I felt like I was going to die when I woke up in the middle of the night, coughing. And, and, I was exhausted. And everybody's getting different. Everybody who has gotten it, there. A lot of people have gotten it like differently. Like some people just lost like one of my coworkers. She, her and her husband got it. And all they did was like lose the sense of smell and taste. That was it. They didn't get, they weren't, they may have had like the sniffles or a little bit of coughing like a couple of days. That was it. But they was lucky because. The yeah, that's what I'm like. Every, a lot of people have been experiencing it differently. Like, you know, some that have been fatal. I'm not making fun of anybody who, you know, lost anybody. Or making light of, you know, I'm just saying like everybody has been experiencing differently. I'm not no medical expert. I'm just saying wear your damn mask because people are nasty. They're not trying to say that the mask is going to prevent you from getting it. It's going to prevent you from spreading it. Nasty ass folks. You from, which would prevent the likelihood of you getting it more. I just, want, I just want people to wash their hands in the public restroom. Can we just yes. get on that? That is for also place? very effing true. That is very true. And another thing, can you guys please, 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 please separate yourselves from the next person? Like You're a echoing. stall. Sound like you're on a grandstand. <laughs> <laughs> like you're up there giving the, the I have a dream. I have a dream. Yes, she did have her. Yes, I need phone. people to leave as a stall in between when they use the restroom. That right there is irritating. It could be 10 whole stalls, and you're yeah. in. I'm in the first one, and you come right by the second one. Why? 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 Give me some space. You know what? I, I don't use, I don't use. In public restrooms, I don't use urinals. I don't. I, I don't. I don't like people. I don't trust people. You know, I'm like I, that too. Unless I'm sure that the urinal is probably going to be. I mean, the uh, the stall is probably going to be disgusting on its own. Yes, so. I, I, I can. I can definitely agree with you on that. I was like, uh, that, yeah. And I'm like, but uh, most I'm, of the time, it's like stand. You guys here. are lucky. Well, though. I have no options. So like, you guys can like aim and <laughs> it'll be good. And but me, barely. Like, I was like, barely. Then you standing in urine. You not yes. careful. You be standing. It's, it's disgusting. Like I don't want that on the bottom of my shoe. And then I gotta track yeah. that back to my car. Ugh, yeah. And then on top of that, it's like it's not even about you aiming. It's about the other person aiming. Yeah. Well, like if they end up coming right next to you and they and they fucking got uh, it feels like you're in fucking Sea World and Shamu and did the big splash. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this, uh, on me? this is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you know what? It do be some urinals that don't have like a, a divider in them. And it's like, yeah. well, why Why did y'all do this? Yeah. Why did you create this? 
Or when you see the only, I think the only safe one, even though there's no dividers, is when you go to those 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 dive bars and they have like the big trough type urinal. Like those are probably like the, yeah, those are the most disgusting ones. But those are probably gonna be the most accurate uh, accurate on on blocking the splash zone. And you know what? Shout out to the fact that people be taking their drinks into the urinal, into the bathroom <laughs> with them, and put them on the on the urinal while they using the bathroom, and then they like splash their hands with water, don't use any. So I'll be like, y'all are so disgusting. I'm fixing to leave. This is nasty and tea. This is nasty. I'm leaving. This shit is so disgusting. I'm leaving. Oh my God. I know, Chloe, I know we airing out a lot of dirty laundry about men's bathrooms, but they they, they are disgusting. I definitely air some secrets about a girl's bathroom. You forgot I was in the Navy, so... I have seen it all. Oh my lord! Like who taught y'all? Like why? Who y'all? Why? Why? Who trained y'all? Like when we little kids, you get continuously checked and asked, "Did you wash your hands?" Uh uh-uh. uh, your hand feel dry. Go wash no, them again. No, my mom be you like, soap? Uh uh-uh. uh, go back in there and wash them again. You know, not even talking about soap. Why is it that people feel like that because? Hand sanitizer is supposed to help out that they don't wash their hands. They go, oh, I got hand sanitizer. That doesn't I help. Hope not. Yo, I, I hope not because they don't do nothing to spread germs. I'm, yo, I'm the person that's never gonna. I don't. Chloe, where did you go? She muted herself again. Mute. I don't know. My bad. I, I... <laughs> Just but the last buttons. thing you said is I was. I'm. I'm the type of person that I'm never going. Oh, you said I'm. Oh, that was my. Like, what type of person are you? Yeah, I'm the person that. <laughs> Never uses hand sanitizer. I like to wash my hands and put lotion. Yeah, because I now, my, now what, the back of my hands are so fucking dry from washing my hands all the time. Like, where does the where do the j- dead germs go? Like, where do they go? I think the sanitizer itself is just supposed to kill them. Yeah, but like, what is this, what? So my thing is, what are the dead particles? Okay, what are the dead so, germ particles? Do they just so the the sanitizer is for like. See, the way the U.S. is telling you, the way the <laughs> government is telling you, they're telling you barely basic shit, okay? So you just need hand sanitizer. When all, when they've been teaching us since we were fucking walking, wash your hands. Wash your hands. Not just with water, with soap, too. Wash your hands, okay? Now, when you're out there, you can't wash your hands. Sanitizer should be a last resort. But the combination of washing your hands with soap and water and sanitizer as a finisher should be yes. uh, because that's what heavy. that's what doctors do. The doctors, they wash their hands for so long and then they dry them with paper towels. Don't use the hand dryers. Those spread so much more germs than anything else. I hate as Candace would say, oh, uh, yeah, uh, oh. Uh, hand hygiene. Yeah, so they would like the surgeons would do. You're not doing this right. Yeah, the the (laughs) surgeons, the surgeons would sit there and wash their hands in that really warm, hot ass water, and then they dry them down, and then they would sanitize them with whatever hospital sanitizer that they have. But it's like most of it is like mixed in with the water that they're doing anyway. Like I, we have some. You know what? I can't say I'm never gonna use hand sanitizer because at work we do have some dope like. We do have some medical grade hand sanitizer that I definitely dip my hands. And I'm like, oh yeah, think I open the door, think hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
I do like to wash my hands. So like if I'm driving and stuff, I do have hand sanitizer in my car, but I'm not going to use. Don't leave sanitizer. it in your car. Uh, it's 10 degrees right now, Ruben. I'm just saying like when, when, when it comes out in the summer. Yeah. It hasn't like, been like warm here for me to take anything out. Like I got, yeah. I got a case of water in my car right now, just in case my car stopped and it's cold. Like I'm going to need something to drink. Can't keep it in there in the summertime. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Southwestern states. God. And like, you know, and it, it's supposed to be what about 60 degrees next weekend. So like this whole little blizzard type conditions that we're we're going through right now. It's not you know really what's crazy? Out. It's not even that cold to like it's obviously it's, it's cold, but it doesn't feel as cold as it's felt to me in the past. You know, like I can go was, out at night and I and I'm like I'm in some barely cold, like barely covered um house shoes. Like I was out last night before it started snowing. I trade you um, guys probably like 12, one in the morning. <laughs> look at look at this dumbass. He finna go in here. He finna fuck something up. He finna yeah, run into the back of somebody's goddamn car in this stupid ass truck. He's not even slowing down right. Yesterday, look at him. Yes, look at him. yesterday. He barely yesterday pulled was, up to the goddamn thing and was able to stop. Stupid ass. He sound like me when I'm driving. He sound like me last night when that dude was walking across the street. It's annoying, yeah. bro. It's annoying. Yesterday, yesterday, I sent y'all the text message of my uh my my iced over windshield. So, as I'm driving, I somebody almost hit me from them sliding on the ice. The, the, the light after you just got your car back. The, the light, the, the light, the very next light from my apartment, it is that giant hill and they closed it off. Like every time it ice is over, like now that they, they close that street off, like you can't go down there. Like you have to go all the way around to get to where you need to go on that street. And I think that's pretty, pretty safe. I'm like, you know, that's a, that's a steep ass hill. Like there's there's no stopping. Like you you can go to I can go take my Captain America shield out there and go sliding down that street if I wanted to. I'm not. Oh, fuck yeah. that. But it forever. <laughs> but it's like all like I I slid out of control. Not 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 out of out of control. Just slid like I was. There was no avoiding it. Like that whole intersection was nothing but ice. So as I'm going 20 miles an hour and I'm slowing down, my car just starts sliding. I was like, oh, well, there's no one around here. No one, no one. No one. Okay, I, I was good. I was good. But when I seen like cars coming out of neighborhoods and they try to make that right turn and they floor it, and I see them spin out, I was like, why? Mm-hmm. Why are you flooring it? Like why? Like it, it's ice. It's, it's not going anywhere until it warms up or until enough cars have driven driven over it with the heat of their cars to break it up and, and get to be some slush. But after that, like don't don't. Why do people try? Ruben, because you're in Texas. I mean, people can't drive when it's sunshine outside. Now you put it, you mix it with some elements. Ugh. And I, right. and I've been telling you know people people haven't. He and I know you probably got the messages, but some people were like, I, I saw that big accident. That happened in Dallas. Are you okay? What big accident in Dallas? Didn't nothing happen on 75? What what happened? And they're like, the one that happened, and they're sending me links, you know, it's the one that happened in Fort Worth. And I'm like, oh. Hmm. Dallas and Fort Worth yeah. are two completely different places. <laughs> and I was like, I, 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 when when like when people are messing me, I was like, yeah, that's 20 minutes west of me. 
I'm like, I'm nowhere near that. You know, the wild thing about that, the other day, Candace called me and talked to, to talk to me about it, right? She was like, somebody finna lose their job because they probably didn't put no salt or sand down in the, on those lanes. They probably made the decision to not put no salt or sand down on those lanes. And then people got out there and created, it was that black ice and they could not stop. And what right. I'm trying to figure out is how, not only how could they do that, but how could they do that in the toll lane? Because it was a toll lane mm-hmm. that, that it was happened. A toll lane. Mm-hmm. It was a toll lane that that happened. Because I was looking at the Kansas was like, no, nah, it looked like five lanes. It looked like, you know what I'm saying, like the like there's, a regular a toll lane highway. Right and I was like, nah, they got barricades on both sides. So either that's an HOV or it's a toll lane. And they sure also got enough, some construction the over there, too. Lane. Yeah. So I'm so, like, of course they wouldn't slow down in the toll lane. They think they can if, go fast because ain't nobody on the side of them. If and anybody, Texas. It, no, if and anybody who's from Texas, anybody who's from Texas knows that that area, which is close to the stockyards, is always congested with traffic. I tell people it can be like that can happen at any time. Ice or not, that can happen at any time because it has Man. happened at any uh, at plenty of other times. Not not at this magnitude because now you have ice added to it, so now it's escalated. But a friend of a friend said he drove through there maybe an hour before it happened, going eighty five and nothing because some people don't have to drive on ice. Bad. But but then again, he's there was really nobody on the road. And as much as they told us days before, prior to that, saying this is going to happen overnight, this is going to be a dangerous time to be driving. If you're going to do go here, take precautions, leave a couple of hours earlier, you're going to be stuck there. Like you can probably be stuck in that traffic in that area for a couple hours. If there's an accident, you'll be stuck there for some hours. And the other thing Candace was saying was a lot. Now that you mentioned it, a lot of those people that were in the accident were like either they are in healthcare or they're essential workers. So those are yeah. people that were on their way to work to try to help other people. And here they are, you know, either they got trapped in this or they're in an accident or they they happen, unfortunately, to get killed, you know, or injured in those accidents because yeah. they had jobs that, you know, either they couldn't they couldn't not go to work or they had jobs that yeah. they don't care um, about you taking off or they don't care about inclement weather. There, there was a story like regardless. One of the survivors, she was um, that was in the accident. She was she was um, a nurse, and she got out and still went to work because I think she didn't work that far from there. So it's like she still got oh. out and went right to right to work. And they're like, "Are you?" I'm like, "No, I'm like it didn't hit her yet." Yeah, and like, like I, I think like like Candace, Candace also said because you you going through this and you got this adrenaline in your system, you don't realize that. You know, you was just in this crazy accident. So yeah. what you're supposed to do is like be still for a second and then maybe listen to the people that are going to take you to the hospital so you can get checked out or something like that. But instead, yeah. you're just like, I, I got to go to work. Yeah. You know, this accident just happened. Ain't nothing I can do about this. I just got to go to work. Yeah. And essential and workers now are like so trained to do that. Uh, essential workers now they're so overworked the nurses the doctors anybody who's working hospital staff even if you're even if you're working maintenance because you're working overtime <laughs> everybody is overworked for the past year and they ain't got no pay raise man they ain't got they no pay raise they ain't got no respect don't want to give like, them a 15 dollar minimum wage 
Like, uh, like when it, the first two months of everything going on, like all we was, I was contacting all the the health work health workers, the 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 healthcare providers, all the people who were dealing with nursing, all of them. I was contacting everybody. What do you hear from over there? What do you hear from over here? What do you hear from here? Like, I'm just like, I don't, I don't trust all the information I see from Facebook. I don't right. trust it from the news articles that are posting it. I don't trust a lot of different people posting it because a lot of people don't understand it, the, the, the benefit of research and anybody can post anything and they're going to, be, and, and they're, and they're going to believe it. So it's like, Tell them, uh, uh, PhD student, yeah, that's PhD what, student on the call. You know that the importance of of finding your own, doing your own research, and, and oh my, not yeah. necessarily so, listening to the to everybody. So he, so I just posted, and it's not even a research article; it's just a news article, and it's just about you know transgenders and girls' athletics. And so I was talking to Ruby about this, and. Um, it was two guys that commented on my Facebook page. <sighs> now, yeah, y'all know one thing that I'm really big into. I'm really big into women's rights, and I'm really big into um, girls' athletics, especially. So, yeah, when it comes to transgenders infiltrating girls' athletics. I have a, a little soft spot towards that. Um, and so, one of the guys, you guys probably all know him. He went to school with us, and he comments like oh, women have taken this equal bullshit or whatever too far. And I'm just like, this separate but equal bullshit too far. And so with that being said, I'm like, you drop a name. And so um, I'm We're not here to call anybody out like that. Yeah, I'm not going to call anybody out. Was he in the band? He was not in the band. Uh, You might know know him. You might know him. I don't know. But anywho, the whole thing was, I was like, you need to research this topic before you want to jump down this rabbit hole with me. And so, <laughs> that's a fair point. <laughs> so mm-hmm. he's like, well, it's true. Basically, like women supported transgenders to go into. No, he's basically said like women supported transgenders and gays to go into uh, women's athletics. So X, Y, Z, one, two, three. And now you want to cry about it now, especially WNBA. And I'm like, you just brought up two different points. Like, mm-hmm. You really brought up two different points and now you really jumped out this rabbit hole. So the important thing about research is like research tells a story from a scientific point of view. So it gives mm-hmm. you justification and reasoning behind the phenomenon. Like why do I don't I don't know, like why do this is a big one. Why are um black as well black athletes recruited mostly in basketball and football? Like that's a big one. So when you research topic, that's a it's a phenomenon that needs to be answered. And so that's what a research article does. It gathers information and it publicizes it to the world to read why this occurs, why this happens. Mm-hmm. But nobody reads. No, nobody reads. Of course not. And um to end that story about the transgender and athletics, it was basically like Mississippi just banned it from ha- banned transgenders from participating in girls athletics which i have been a fan for for the last four years been following this topic for a long time um and so he basically was trying to say you know the conditions of the WNBA and how we supported you know um the lgbtq community and i'm just like well we support it as women 
period. We have supported every movement in life. We have stood behind men for the voting rights. We, the voting rights caused the Civil Rights Act. The Civil Rights Act caused the gay rights, like the gay rights caused the women's rights. So what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean we, we, we allowed them to, to come in? A transgender is, I said, what you guys forget is the word trans is the prefix. So yeah. which is opposite. So if you really want to, I said, it, what people feel, I said, and people, what I mean by people, lawmakers, who's in law, mostly men, in power, when they put women into the law and they don't justify what a woman is, then yes, you put trans woman, you, a trans woman can technically play according to the law. But if you put naturally, if you put a natural born girl or boy, guess what? That takes all of the question out of what that means. Yeah. So, yeah, and he was just like, well, I don't see the point. And I'm just like, dude, you understand that, like, the NBA, like, and then I told him about the trend, that subject, and then I discussed WNBA. He was like, well, I just don't see why they want so much money. They don't get XYZ123. <sighs> Not going to get another topic, but just know the WNBA is the reason why the NBA is still in existence today. So, we'll just leave that to there. It's completely and utterly fair. <laughs> yeah, it, it's. I mean, when when they start bringing up like, you know, transgenders being in a part of like, the 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 gender that they choose to be a part of, I don't know how to I don't know how to word that properly. But um, if LeBron James goes to get a sex change and becomes a woman and goes to the WNBA, is that not a problem? That is a big problem. Exactly, because he's still LeBron James. He's well, she she is LeBron James still, but like nothing changed. Like you, okay, put some estrogen in that person's system. Okay, whatever. That's still a man's body. That is still <laughs> a man's athletic ability. Not trying to say a man Not is more athletic don't than say a woman. Not if he what? don't say it's a man's body. If he says that he's a she, technically. But we okay. But now now LeBron James is. Uh, Labrina, Labrina James, in the WNBA, playing for the LA Sparks, scoring, breaking every single record in one season, scoring seventy five million points. Uh, is that like like? Can, I think my question about Labrina. it all though is like, what is the what's the big deal that people are saying is the problem? What? Like, because are, are you and, and I'm not saying I'm necessarily for or against it, but I think the the argument of people that are. That seem to be against it is that it's not fair that they can go in and take away the they can go. They're going to go and break all these records. They're, they're just trying to cheat. They're just trying to be superstars. Um yeah. Well, I guess technically, I just kind of answered my own question. Yeah, yeah, like but, you answered like that. That's what exactly that's what, that's what one of the issues is. And then it's also deterring girls, actual natural from participating girls. because they're like, yo, it's not fair that they it, exactly do that. it's not fair because I can't, like, I don't have a chance of winning. I don't ever yeah. have a chance of competing against someone who is like me. If I'm running track, I wouldn't want to run track. Like, I wouldn't want to run track at all. And I've always, and being a coach, 
especially like being a coach, a girls coach, I've always told my girls, hey, if you feel uncomfortable, make sure you come talk to me about whatever's going on. Like X, Y, Z, whatever. And I was like, well, coach, what, you know, and that conversation had brought up when I was coaching and I was like, well, if you don't feel comfortable playing against a transgender person, just let me know. And we won't play. Like, that's just as simple as that. Yeah. We'll take that L. We will take the L because I want my girls to be confident in all of their abilities. And women cannot physically compete with the man. Okay. Now, hear my words again. Women cannot physically compete with the man. And all then they should stop trying to fight men. Yes, and all all the same level, but physicality, no, we cannot compete with a man. Masculinity, no, that's for a man. Like, I don't know any more, I don't know women that are more manly than men. I mean, I mean, than men, but some try to act like it, but guess what? At the end of the day, you're still a woman. Right. So, you dress or speak or walk. I don't, I don't. I'm not, I'm against transgenders for girl, like participating in girls athletics. However, I do believe that transgenders need a, they need a space to. They need their own space to compete. Exactly. Yeah. I I, I do think it needs to be an equal space for them to compete, but I do, I definitely don't think they need to be competing in girls athletics. Like that's what that is. Would you say like. A transgender man, which I believe the term transgender man would be a woman who's transitioned to a man. Do you think it would be fair for a transgender man to compete with regular men's sports? So there's already two that already are currently competing in. I, I didn't know that. I did. I did not know that. A UFC fighter and an MMA fighter. So they already. Fallon Fox. It's a man. It's actually she's a transgender woman compete yeah. and then it's a transgender man so there already yeah. are athletes that are competing now i think in men's in in, yes. in, in, in all both, like in both spectrums in both spectrums yeah if, if you oh, if you want to like bring it to a certain like you know case-by-case basis if it's a trans woman or should i say trans man right used to be a woman now a man if if that person wants to compete in a male sport, I think that's I think that should be allowed because that's not necessarily a, a, an advancement or a, should I say uh what's the word I'm missing the word uh, I know I think that's 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 what I was asking like yeah do you like, think it would be it, a like, problem because like can they are we really saying that they don't have the ability to compete against men yeah it, versus it like, men having the ability to compete if if if, compete if they want to compete. If they want to compete that way, like I'm, I'm, I'm for it because there's no like benefits or there's like you're you're literally coming from not and not to make women sound inferior. It's just more like you're coming from. Uh, I mean, you like, well, like we just said, like there's a there's a completely different yeah. anatomical structure. You're you're literally playing up. You're you're playing up. You're playing up in into a different uh, into a, a, a more ad, um, advanced physical uh, physically advanced ra- uh, ranking or right. Um, you don't everything, have- but like, but when Fallon Fox is over here, used to be a man, now is a woman, beating up on women in in UFC, MMA, whatever. But it's like that's not the same. Like you still are a dude. Like you still have the 
the physical stature of a guy. Yeah, she and and <laughs> it's it's trying like science like there are quote unquote some science like some doctors saying oh well once they transition and they start taking their medicine it's not it's not that effective but we see what's going on in girls sports so their research <laughs> their research is false like because we see what's going on in girls sports there's a, there's a decline in girls track currently yeah. because of transgenders competing with in girls um athletics however i don't have a problem like in in boxing for instance like boxing um you are literally going tote for tote with that person like 110 pounds versus 110 pounds whatever five foot three five foot three okay I can see that kind of in a way but in the same token men are still stronger than women I don't care how much estrogen you put like in a man to to ensure that his estrogen or his testosterone does not get a, a reveal itself but anatomically he's still right uh, anatomically that person still has the structure of a the male of the species exactly and so i when you think back to a male lion like you don't see a male lion deciding to be a a dang a dang on lioness like i just don't i just don't condone that yeah i'm just against it that's that's what yeah I think I think what they probably want is just the I I and I can't speak for them because I I don't I'm not a member of that community, but I believe what they probably want is to live in quote unquote their truth and yeah. still be able to do things that you know what I'm saying like normal people can do. Right, like everyone else, just like we can. I mean, their their fight is the same fight that we have, except their fight is based upon their sexuality, yeah. and our fight is based upon our skin. Our skin. So, yeah. I mean, we have the same fight. However, when it comes to sports, like when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to athleticism, you know what I'm saying? I put I, I said this to Ruby the other day, like. I don't care how much you transition. If you put Usain Bolt in the fastest woman, and no, if Usain Bolt decided to be a woman and you put the fastest woman in the world, and I forgot what her name is, she's from Jamaica, and you put yeah. them on the track one in a hundred meters, you're not gonna tell me that Usain Bolt is is gonna lose not against <laughs> gets the other one, like, the, the world's fastest female, like but, the world's but, fastest woman. You're not gonna tell me that. Is it like the, and, and, and like I said, and like, this is just going into like the difference between men and women on physicality and everything. Like the world record for the woman's hundred yard dash is like a second behind the man's fastest. Right. So I'm like, and like, so I'm like, physically we can see that there is a difference because if they were all the same, they would literally be running the same amount, but I don't think anybody, uh, a woman record wise or like officially has come close to what the men's record is. No, I mean, Usain Bolt is the fact he's been the two time fastest world world athlete 
for the yeah. last two years. <laughs> so who can, like what woman can come close to running that? I have no idea. I don't know because we haven't seen the Summer Olympics hasn't come around because of COVID. But hopefully, maybe somebody can beat Usain Bolt time. Yeah. Uh, but until then, I mean, Usain Bolt is carrying that title as a fact. So, the and fastest you, person in the world. We, yeah. I forgot. The fastest human. That's what he is. He's the fastest yeah. human. That's what he is. Yeah. So, like, if women, are, like men, are genetically and physically higher up than women, so historically men are going to also be taller how is that high jump going to work because now uh, whatever dude that can that can turn into a woman and has is six foot plus can do all these extra high jumps like these women have no chance to compete like oh we have to jump an extra foot like it, it doesn't make sense i just don't want it to be said that people purposefully because because there are people who will try to manipulate the system and in doing so they'll do anything to win so they'll transition you know publicly but privately still be who they are that's and then, you know what i'm saying just to just to try to circumvent the system and then at the same time i don't want people to hate all transgender people because what people do when they hate stuff is they attack it and then people end up getting killed. So I want people to, whoever might listen to this to also just like, don't, don't purposefully be angry with all transgender people because some people will come out and say that they're transgender when they have no intention on ever being transgender and they're just doing it to get ahead of other people and compete and, you know, be Olympians or, yeah, and I say that in the sports world because I met I met some cool transgenders. Like, I mean, they don't want they just want to be who they just want to live their lives as themselves. They just want they want to do like the rest of us: eat fried Oreos and yeah. ice cream. And yeah, that's it. And so they're not they're not the, they're not aliens. They're not. I don't know they what want, they're just they want a good people. chicken Alfredo sprinkled sprinkled mm-hmm. with Asiago cheese. Man, allow them to come into the front door of their restaurant just like you would any other person. Like that's yeah. all. And they want it, Taco Tuesday just like us, right? And when it comes to sports, that's what I say: just give them their own space. So if they want to play basketball, okay, they can have transgender basketball. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. Just don't come into girl sports. Fine. You want to have transgender football? Cool with me. Just, I mean, just don't come in the regular football. Like, I'm because you, you might have to sign a waiver. Yeah, but. Like, you can literally, like, you, the UFC, the UFC can create their own division for that. Right. And let so, me ask y'all this. Let me, let me, let me ask, let me throw another caveat in here. I think this is the right word, right? Caveat. What, what, what do you think would happen when eventually they allow, and I don't know if they ever will, but they allow women to play regular men's sports, like regular women to play football and basketball? What do you think they they do? But that? a lot of them wouldn't make the cut. Not saying that they're, 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 that they're, that that they're not athletic or they cannot play the sport. No, they're just a lot of them would just be thrown around. No, I mean, yeah, it, I'm, I'm just saying because they're like they're they still a lot of them still wouldn't be able to compete with us physically. Yeah, like with and and and, and that's the biggest thing we kind of because it. some men have it this egotistical side of them. That when they see the woman come over here, oh, now I got to physically abuse her a little more than this other person. Like, nah, bro. It's like, 
I, I just, I mean, y'all are competing. Like there are very few professional women, uh, professional basketball uh, athlete women that would actually make it in the NBA. Notice I said a few. There's not a lot. As many people have, as many women has come through playing professional basketball, there's not a lot of them that can actually make it in the NBA only because it's just the physical, um, the physicalness of the um, of the actual sport. Because how many women can literally post up LeBron James? How many men can post up LeBron James? <laughs> it, 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 okay, maybe that was a bad one. Uh, how many? No, I mean, I'm like, I'm just like, I'm, I'm in agreement with yeah. you because like there are barely not even a lot of men that can like post yeah. up LeBron James. Like it's, it's so damn there, near there, impossible. I mean, there, there's so much, there, there's so much many little bullet points that needs to be hit before that would even happen. Like would I love to see a mixed gender uh, league? I actually would. I think it would be, I think it would be cool because it would actually show showcase what women actually can do in the, in the, in a man's league, because even though it's going to be, they say mixed gender, people are going to still treat it like a men's league. Yeah. But if you can fairly make it a mixed gender league and team and everything, it would, it would work, but it would take like, there's, there's so much. (sighs) behind that in in the in the background that needs to make that work it's just i i don't think it would work just because people are people people aren't gonna let it work they're gonna say but i don't i don't want women in my nba yeah well you see what happened you see what happened to the to the thing on state capital when people found out that biden won and and when right like but you know to say that it, it has been a few, it has been a few ladies that have been drafted to the NBA. Like Denise Rice, she scored 111 points one game. She got drafted. Um, you got a few others. Um, I forgot her name is Nancy, but and Sue Bird. Like I think you got a few people. Nancy Lieberman, for example, she was dropping dimes. Like yo, if you don't know the story of Nancy Lieberman. She was like the second, or she was either the second or the first. Yeah, no, she was the second person to be drafted by the NBA. I mean, by the uh, the NBA. So it's some women that can, but being as if the game has evolved from the seventies, um, I I can get. I probably say like a few in this league can compete, but. Yeah, going to the NBA is one in a million, like yeah. a, a one in literally a one in a million dream. I think it would be more acceptable for people for women to be in the NBA than the NFL because, like, just just with the physicality of it, like they purposefully try to knock people down. Like you can do that in yeah. the NBA, but then they're gonna look at you crazy. But I remember, they already don't want them niggas to fight. But they have a female um, football league. Yeah, lingerie. <laughs> it's it's there's a there's a lingerie there's a women's football league where they play in like bikinis and shit. No, nah, it's delicious. I'm, they like, got I'm shoulder not, pads. They got shoulder pads and helmets. Be trying to necessarily be trying, you know, catch the games. But I mean, when I do see 
clips and highlights of the games, I'd be like, mm, delicious. But that no, they actually have like semi-pro leagues of women playing actual football and everything. Yeah. And um, I mean, it, it's it's cool. It's not the same. Like it when I go to see some. I mean, you again, you tell the physical difference, but it's like a lot of the women that are playing the foot in these football uh, semi-pro football leagues never really had a whole lot of football training. You can tell. I mean, because, you know, there's a reason why football is only played once a week like that on games, because there's a lot of there's a lot of physical. It's taxing. Um, yeah, it's, it's just it, it's That's just you, it's it's a different gear that you deal with. Versus everybody else is like baseball. You can play that every day because sometimes you may not do shit out in the outfield. Basketball, you can play almost every day. This is the only time you can't play basketball right now. Because you can't get to the fucking stadium. You can't get to the stadium. You can't get to the court. You can't get nowhere. So, I mean... I like I've watched some semi-pro teams, uh, some semi-pro women's teams, and it was like it, it it was equivalent to like a high school football team. But like I, very, again, uh, I I understand like yeah, I, I understand a lot of them. These people are in their twenties. They don't they they're not they don't have years and years of football experience. They probably have like maybe a few years. Yeah, you know, high school high school girls football is starting to come into the play too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, yo, I remember a time I wanted to play football when I was in middle school. My mom was like, hell no, you are a girl. Girls do not play football. <laughs> I was like, she's like, you gonna get tackled by those guys. You don't get tackled hard. I was like, I'm gonna be a punter. I can kick. Cause I used to play football with the guys, like my neighborhood yeah. guys. It was 15 of us and I was the only girl. And I used to play football with the guys and shh, they was not tackling me. I used to outrun all of them guys. Scored that. I used mm. to always be the first one pit. I got Chloe. Damn! <laughs> Give me the ball. You ain't catching me. Yeah, uh-uh, because I know what you little nasty little boys. I know what y'all trying yeah. to. Yeah, she gonna be gone. Uh-huh. You're not gonna catch. But her. she gonna be gone. It's she definitely on my team. I'm 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 all for um building up women's sports. I'm all for anybody who wants to do anything. Yeah, I'm like, all for quality. Yeah, if you yeah, if you want to do something, go do it. And and that's just outside of sports. If you want to go do this, this, that, and that, go go do it. Be who you, you know. Yeah, you have a you have enough in your own mind that's gonna stop you from doing. Don't let anybody else stop you with their bullshit, guys. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for rock and rolling me. Thank you for sticking around, or even just if you're new, hit uh hit the follow button. Uh, you can find me Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Breaker, um, Overcast, or something like that. Um, you can also find me on I do live streams on um, some video game play. You can find me on Twitch. You can find me on YouTube. All right. Um, if you can see the description to the show, every, all this stuff is linked, uh, shown at the bottom where you can find me, uh, Rube the Great. But besides that, you know, you can always find me. Um, I also have a Facebook page by called Rube the Great. Uh, you can hit me up on there as well. But um, yeah, again. Thank you for stopping by. And no matter what you do in this world, no matter what you do in life, be great at it.